This is my first podcast. Awesome. I love it. It's amazing. <laughs> Welcome to Far North Coke. This is episode 180, April 26th, 2020, with your host, Mid Coker. Thank you all for listening. Tonight, we bring you service. We went out and found best deliveries of services in Fairbanks, aka Speed Eats, and we brought you Taylor. He's going to tell you all about it. One of the best things that I found out tonight, he initially tried to start this out as a cannabis delivery business. Of course, we know. Alaska does not allow that. His business model went on to food. Now with CV, groceries, other items, coffee, I think one day soon we're going to see Taylor and AK Speed Eats doing something with cannabis. He's going to be doing some the best delivery system. Anyone out there that's thinking about going into that, get in touch with Taylor. We're going to get some behind the scenes info on what goes on in delivery service for restaurants here. Things have definitely speeded up for this young guy in entrepreneurs. One of the businesses that he delivers for, one of our favorites, the Alaska Cheesesteak Company. So it was great to hear. <coughs> oh, man. <coughs> that was the second one. All good people coming together. It's so nice seeing a web of goodness spread throughout Fairbanks. Yes, choose the people you represent well. Choose the people that represent you well. Thank you to sponsors. Alaskan Blooms, Chena Cannabis, Prison Farms, and Green Dreams Cultivation. Here's Token. Come on down to Alaskan Blooms for the finest cannabis in Alaska. Being stuck at home can be a real drag. You spend all weekend at home, and if you're not considered an essential worker, you've got more downtime coming. To help deal with these trying times, Alaskan Blooms is still running deals all week. So come see us. Thanks for making our first year at Alaskan Blooms retail a blast. You keep coming in, and we'll keep throwing you the best deals. Here at Alaskan Blooms, we can't stop and won't stop giving excellent service and quality product. 8 a.m. to midnight, 2443 R. Villa Street, Fairbanks. AlaskanBlooms.com Marijuana has intoxicating effects and may be habit-forming and addictive. Marijuana impairs concentration, coordination, and judgment. Do not operate a vehicle or machinery under its influence. There are health risks associated with the consumption of marijuana. For use only by adults 21 and older, keep out of the reach of children. Marijuana should not be used by women who are pregnant or breastfeeding. Welcome to Far North Tokers. Thanks for coming on. I look forward to this chat. I've been I've been kind of stalking you guys for a while. <laughs> well, I appreciate you taking the time to have us. I know, like I said, we were supposed to be on last week, but due to the circumstances and you know uh, the pandemic and having so many people at home, we've been doing so many orders. It has just been it's been really amazing, but it's been kind of crazy too. Yeah, <laughs> a good busy. Yeah, yes, sir, for sure. Definitely. And do you own the business? Oh, yes, sir. I'm 100% sole owner of the business. Oh, uh, wow. And you're a young guy too, aren't you? I am. Yes, sir. I am 28. Um, I'm about to be 29 this year. Uh, entrepreneurs. I love having entrepreneurs on the show. Fits so well. Oh, yeah. All right, Taylor. Well, I want to get started with when did you get started with AK Speed Eats? And then where'd the idea come from? Um, you know, how I got started in this whole deal. To be honest with you, it's kind of funny that you actually have me on, you know, a cannabis uh, a podcast or at least inspired because I actually wanted to start with cannabis delivery. 
Awesome. Um, that was going to yeah, be one of the questions. I, I figured there had had to be somewhere in there with the way things oh, are going. Oh, yeah. Yes, sir. You know, of course. <laughs> uh, you know, when I came to Alaska, I'm actually from uh, Fairbanks. I, I wasn't born there, but I came up there when I was about 12 years old. I graduated out of high school there. I then enlisted in the military in the Air Force, actually to try to get out of the cold. But the military had uh, some other plans for me. They actually stationed me in Minot, North Dakota. <laughs> so nice. I thought I knew what cold was until I went to North Dakota. But yeah, so I came back up here for work and then I noticed that um, because I was in California for a while and everything in California is delivered or deliverable. So, you know, we wanted to get some, uh, you know, cannabis we wanted, but we didn't want to drive or do anything. And I tried to look up, you know, different avenues and I saw that they didn't have that here. So I actually looked into starting, you know, a cannabis delivery service, started getting everything you know, the name, I had logos, I had the whole nine ready to rock and roll and the alcohol, tobacco, firearms and marijuana just basically shut me down. How, they shut me down before I, before I could get started. Yeah, man. Where were you so, at what point when it was legal or how, what, at which point did you start investigating? Well, I started, well, because well, it was legalized here. So it got legalized here for recreational use. Right. So that was all good. And I just automatically assumed um, because, you know, it was legal in California. I didn't I didn't do my due diligence. I just got really excited. You know, it was a night of, of uh, <laughs> a little bit of smoking <laughs> and having fun and expecting like, you know, it would be the same process, same rules and regulations. But there was not no legislative passing of any rule or law for here allowing for delivery to happen. And what a shame. So, I've been pounding it the last month, especially since this emergency CV-19 coming on that we have the complete ability to allow for delivery of cannabis right now. And not one person on the marijuana board uh, spoke up about it. Home delivery. Is there any board member that wants to discuss that particular option or have the attorney look at that particular option? Terrible. Okay, hearing none... Wow. Very disappointing to me when that's the, one of the biggest things that can keep people staying at home, get a delivery service. And I have no idea why it's not being accepted here, why no one wants to look into it. I'm glad that you already have that model of a delivery service idea of starting a cannabis delivery service. And then I, I'm guessing you just kind of kept that idea and just said, well, shit, let's just do food then. Well, yeah. I mean, basically, and, and to be completely honest with you, um, since they started, I, I'm, I'm very glad that you brought that up because I, I can only imagine that that should be on the horizon. I don't see why not because they've already spoke about doing delivery for alcohol. So because um, a lot of our partners now, if you did not see that legislation pass of being able to do curbside mm-hmm. um, and, and different type of things. So we're looking at doing delivery of alcohol now with, with banks and a couple other of our, our partners that have uh, you know the capability of doing so. We just have to go through the legal loopholes. You know, Alaska, if you've already noticed, is that it's the fact that it takes a long time for them to get hip. You know, <laughs> it really does here. It takes a while for them to go ahead and get stuff in place. Uh, for us Alaskans that are, have already been utilized in different states like California, Texas, and Florida. Nah, it's too bad, it, especially we're third, fourth state to legalize it. And then to have most other states that have legalized have a delivery system set up and we won't even talk about it. Okay, hearing none. And so for you, just to let all the listeners know, yes, we have that model waiting. I have an entire uh, business model that will be just uh, basically connecting with our AK Speed Eats entire system, our app, everything. You'll be able to order on our app once it gets legalized. Um, you know, we have over 10,000 people 
that have uh, actually still have our app to this date for AK Speed Eats. So we're, we're just waiting for the, the go ahead and we will be, well, I like to say the premier cannabis delivery service once they get legalized. I just know they have a couple things that they're worried about and it's good to go. But yeah, so the, the long story short, I got my, my heart broken about the cannabis delivery. I was super excited. I had a great name. And, um, you know, one night I wanted to get some food and uh, they weren't, nobody was delivering at like seven o'clock at night besides Chinese and Pizza Hut. And I didn't want none of those options. And then I just said, you know, we have everything else set up for a delivery service. Heck, like, let's take a shot at food. And it just, you know, blew up. And really, and realistically, I did not want it to be uh, to this magnitude. I wanted it to be small, but, you know, you go with what the customers want. Wow. And, and then you're able to employ people and create jobs. Oh, yes. That's been the most fulfilling thing, to be honest with you. I, I love that in this time period a lot, too. Uh, we've had so many people reach out to us, you know, saying that. And I wish I could employ everybody. I wish I could give the Fairbanks and North Pole community more, you know, work. But it's just it's really reassuring when my, my drivers are telling me thank you for at least, you know, doing this for us because we were scared. I'm not gonna lie to you. Uh, I was scared that I was going to have to close my doors for my business, when they started talking about restaurants not being able to house people, I had restaurants that were changing their delivery times, closing up completely. You know, it was a, it was a scary time. You know, it really was. Uh, but it ended up being a blessing. Wow. Yeah. And then you just being able to adapt to – did your model change at all or you just increased? Uh, it Well – a little bit. I mean, it's changed a little bit in in the accordance to having to do uh, deliveries where we don't contact with the with our with our customers. Now, I mean, we don't usually do a lot of connection with our customers because they open a door, we give it to them, give them the food. Uh, but now we've obviously implemented, you know, leave on your doorstep, you know, things of that nature. So it, it's it has been a little bit different because we have to wait for the customer to you know give us notification that they got the order. So sometimes there is a little bit of delay. Um, but at the end of the day, safety is what's you know very important for us. But for the majority, it just increased our operation. We've had to add more drivers. We've gotten more restaurants. And now we've been able to have the success that we needed to then now expand on our delivery for groceries um, as well as uh, North Pole and um, Badger deliveries. Wow. Who was your first delivery? Who was your first restaurant delivery? I, I would love to give them the biggest, yes. biggest sponsor. It'd be Frostbite. Frostbite Foods. Awesome. Um, if it wasn't for them amazing people, I, I'll tell you what, we would not be here. You know, if it wasn't for, for them, because it, it literally everything banked on having that first relationship, that first partnership and having a partnership with such a, I guess you could say fast growing or uh, quality based. They're very, very big into quality that that made my business a lot better. You know, partner in the beginning is what really made us what we are today. So I want to give them Hungry Robot, Spice It Up. Those are our first and Pad Thai. Pad Thai as well was actually our second restaurant. Um, that allowed us to partner with them. They're the reasons why we're still here. Uh, the reason why the business is even here, uh, you know, because they gave a shot to a new business owner. I was totally new uh, at traditional business. I was successful in marketing. I was not successful in traditional business. And they took a shot and, you know, it's pa it's paid off. That's nice. They, they believe in you. Yeah, yes. It's a good feeling. Yeah, yes, sir. Fairbanks, this is Marcy from Alaskan Blooms. Hey, I wanted to tell you about one of our brand new strains that just was released this week in time for 420. It's Agent Carter. Agent Carter is a combination of OG Chem and Pineapple Express. You're going to find this strain to be balancing, uplifting, and just so tasty and gassy. 
And another thing is it's just as dense as dense can be. Come by and see us. I know you'll love this one. 8 a.m. Novena, 2443 Arvilla Street, Fairbanks, alaskanblooms.com. Agent Carter by Andrew DeLore from CA to AK Genetics. Hope everyone is staying safe and healthy out there. Alaskan Blooms would like to take a minute to thank everyone in our community for doing their part to help maintain social distancing mandates and sanitary standards. We have made a few changes in our daily operations in order to make things as simple and safe as possible for everyone inside our store. We have placed markers six feet apart on the floor so everyone can have a visual reference for how far away they need to be from anyone else. And we are only allowing five customers in the store at one time due to limited space. We are offering online ordering through Weed Maps and encouraging people to call and order ahead of time. All employees are wearing gloves and masks while they're available. We are also running an ultraviolet air filtration system in the retail during non-business hours. We will be operating our normal business schedule from 8 a.m. to midnight, seven days a week. If you have any questions or would like to place an order over the phone, please call the store at 907-328-3597. Thanks again for everyone doing their part to keep our community safe. More information about state mandates and sanitary standards can be found at dhss.alaska.gov. So take us through the process here. We've got, I'm going to, I'm going to, I want food delivered. Say I want food from Frostbite. Yes. I get on my phone. I download the app, AK Speed Eats. Yep. And what happens? What do I do? Yeah, that, I mean, great question. So the, the way that it works is, you know, you'll get the, you'll get the, the feeling of hunger <laughs> and you want it satisfied. So you'll start looking around at delivery. And obviously we've partnered solely with local businesses. Um, you know, we do deliver for Taco Bell, but the majority of our people are Alaskans, uh, our partners, I should say, are Alaskans. So when you want that good local food where you know that it's getting hand cooked, you know, you know, you could get it from us. So in our partners, so you go on, you get the app or you just go online to their websites like FF delivery, Buckos delivery. We try to make it very, you know, banks delivery, very simple. And then you go ahead and you look at the amazing menu that we have in place for you. You, you know, start to read the description. You look at the pictures, you get hungry, you click on by just a couple clicks of your thumb. You pick the items you want. And then you go ahead and order. Boom. Just like that. Now, this is when we take over. This is where the difference in our business compared to other delivery services and things of that nature, we, we, we kick in our quality standards. So when an order comes in, uh, the, the restaurants are notified. They get a notification e- either via, um, printer or tablet. But the thing is, we have what's called our communication triangle, which is where we supply every restaurant with a tablet. But a minute an order comes in, we contact the restaurant to make sure that they receive the order. We then get a cook time for that order. And then we then contact the customer to give them an idea of when their food will be up and then call them once we're leaving with their food. So that little bit is a, is a lot different than what other delivery services do because a lot of other delivery services, when an order comes in, they don't check to make sure it was accepted. They don't check to make sure, you know, the restaurant is able to make that order in a timely manner or even when the order will be up. A lot of times, you know, this is, this is just something to be said is a lot of other delivery services, the food will just be sitting there waiting to get picked up. For us, if the restaurants are busy or we're busy, we'll even put holds on an order for 10 minutes 
so that we know that when we come in to pick it up, it's hot, it's fresh, because that's what's important, you know, is quality for the, the customer. So yeah, so that's what you're, you, you, the customer's not seeing is all the little workings once they press send on that, the, on their, uh, on their phone for their order. But that's how it works. Yeah. Nice. The more information you have as the consumer is always nice sitting there wondering about when it's going to get there instead of just putting it in and then telling you on the other side, oh, it's going to be about 45 minutes. You're like, oh, okay. And you're sitting there waiting and waiting and waiting. And so what happens when, when something doesn't come? When an order doesn't come or yes. when, uh, yeah, when an yeah, order so, doesn't come, some, there's some uh, well, mistake. So you're saying like a, when someone places an order and we don't get notified about it? Say, um, you guys put your order in and there's a mistake at the restaurant and you would just let the customer know right away. And that's just how it works. And you say, okay, it's going to be another half hour or. Oh yeah. So especially right now, um, for right now, these restaurants are getting absolutely hammered with order after order, which is amazing. Uh, Fairbanks is supporting Fairbanks and that's what we want. That's what we need to be able to, you know, survive in these times with restaurants, not being able to be fully open. Um, you know, a lot, we would, I know our partners as well as us would rather be super busy then um, close our doors, you know, right. or not have any customer interaction or orders at all. But yeah, so what happens is like if a, if a you know, there's times because we service all of Fairbanks and we're looking at servicing North Pole uh, in May and other areas. Well, you got to understand. Hold you know, on, some, Yeah, you say all oh, of Fairbanks. What is that? Yes. Well, I can't say all of Fairbanks because right. uh, not, uh, <laughs> yeah, Farmer's Loop is not. Uh, so what's your area? So, uh, <laughs> well, it's about six or seven miles from the restaurant. But okay. it, with that being said, for all of our customers out there in the Farmer's Loop area or the, the Geist area or China Pump area, um, we've had to tailor those zones because we have lost drivers delivering out there. You know, what I mean by lost, I don't mean like have lost their lives, thank God, mm -hmm. but we've lost their vehicles. We've had uh, drivers trying to deliver out in China Pump area, not being able to see addresses and then skidding off into ditches. Um, you know, same thing with farmers loop areas. So some areas have been tailored off to be able to protect not only ourselves, but, you know, um, the customer's food, you know, because at the end of the day, if somebody, you know, skids off into a, a, a uh, rough patch of, of snow and can't get out, we got to go find that person, then go get their food, then try to deliver. And by that time, that food quality is not pristine. Right. So yeah, exactly. So so it's it's hurtful for us to say no to our customers. We want to deliver to everybody in Fairbanks. Uh, we deliver to a majority, but not everyone. But look, it, uh, the restaurants do have different delivery zones. So like Pad Thai could reach further. I understand. Um, so it's just based off the restaurant, wherever the yeah, restaurant based, is. Yeah, for sure. For sure. <laughs> uh, because at the end of the day, I mean, if you're, you're ordering from like, let's say frostbite yeah, and you're sense. all the way down Geist, you know, that's all, it's a, it's a long way to go with some fish tacos, you know, especially if, you know, there's three or four deliveries that are on that route to them. So yeah, delivery zones are definitely based off of, uh, off of restaurants. Do you have drivers that are like specializing in certain areas, certain restaurants? Yeah, yeah, yeah. sir. Yeah, for sure. I mean, cause we do like for base, we, we have base drivers that know base for the most part. Um, sometimes we have to send some people that don't have the best knowledge, but GPS does work for, for a good amount of time. But yeah, we do have that. And that's the, uh, the, the unveil that we're going to be doing this next month is having specialized drivers just for those type of deliveries and trying to do like a handoff service. Where I could have a driver grab an order from, like, let's say Frostbite that's going down Geist, you know, or going down that area towards China Pump or whatever, and dropping it off with an, uh, a driver that's specialized just for that area. Mm -hmm. And that way it frees up a driver to go back to Banks or back to Frostbite or Hungry Robot or any of these other mm -hmm. restaurants to then get an order that's within Fairbanks limits, basically, or within Fairbanks or, yeah. you know, the city of Fairbanks. Yeah, it's so, just yeah. seeing data and watching your drivers move around and seeing the best way to accomplish a lot of things at one time, right? Yeah, yes, sir. So, yeah, so that's what we've been doing. But um, 
Yeah, so that's how that's how that whole situation works with the d- delivery radiuses and stuff like that. That has been the hardest thing for us because, again, un- unlike other areas in the United States, we have to deal with severe weather, you know, and we have to deal with severe snow uh, and people living out um, a little bit past where there's lights and different things. So trying to deliver at night is very difficult as well. So there's just a lot for us to overcome that, again, the average consumer may not understand. But we try our best to convey our entrepreneur, you know, spirit to try to get to them. We just want to make sure it's the right way so we don't leave people with a not good quality product. Chena Cannabis, North Pole Cannabis Dispensary, 1725 Richardson Highway between North Pole and Fairbanks, right before the Badger Road exit. You're going to love this place. Convenient access right off the highway. On the way out of town, stock up on some of my favorite in-house strains. Big Smooth, Fruity Pebbles, always a $5 pre-roll special, and $10 grams, flour, edibles, concentrates, and your smoking accessory needs. Check out the full menu on leafly.com. Open Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 10 p.m., Saturday 10 to 10, Sunday noon to 8. You don't have to drive all the way to Fairbanks for your cannabis needs. Save your time. Get your quality cannabis at Chena Cannabis, your North Pole Cannabis Dispensary. Chena Cannabis. Marijuana has intoxicating effects and may be habit-forming and addictive. Marijuana impairs concentration, coordination, and judgment. Do not operate a vehicle or machinery under its influence. There are health risks associated with consumption of marijuana. For use only by adults 21 and older, keep out of the reach of children. Marijuana should not be used by women who are pregnant or breastfeeding. Any other challenges that you guys face that the customers might not understand? Yeah, well, it, well, the, yes. I mean, I would also say the fact that they they have to understand. Well, back to that point about uh, our partners being, um, you know, bombarded with orders. They they a lot of customers don't know that you know Frostbite is servicing the majority of Fairbanks. You know, and I don't know the population offhand, but I know it's a lot of people, especially when you're talking about Fort Wainwright and other areas. So w- when we have uh, you know 50 people that want fair, uh, want Frostbite from five to six and they put in orders, Frostbite has to take care of all those orders, not including pickup orders too. So yes, they put a priority on delivery, just like all restaurants put a priority on delivery, but that doesn't take away from order times and cook times. So I just, you know, for all of our customers, we just want them to be aware, especially in times like right now, is that there, there's going to be longer, longer cook times due to the volume of orders. But again, our most important thing is to make sure we keep our customers informed on that because it's not always the case, but also making sure that we get them hot food, you know, because I understand me, even me as a regular consumer of delivery, if I have to wait an hour for food, I, I can be understanding of that, but I can't be understanding of waiting an hour for some cold food. If my food comes hot or regular, like warm, because it is delivery, we understand it's not going to be the same as at a restaurant. But if it comes at a good temperature and good quality, I'm happy. I'm fine with it. And that's what we want to do to our customers. Are there any restaurants that you uh, do not work with, that you choose not to work with? No, I'm not specifically. Uh, no, I mean, we've we've just partnered with restaurants in the past and we've just had it not uh, work up to either our standard or theirs or they just were not getting a lot of deliveries. A lot of people feel like, you know, just because we stopped doing delivery for somebody, it's because the restaurant either dropped us or we don't like them. And that's not the case. It's just that the way that we do our, our, our service with our partners 
it has to be, you know, obviously lucrative for both of us. And if it's not lucrative, if it's not, if it's not pulling orders, if it's not working, then there's no necessity for us to be there. And obviously restaurants pay for our service too, you know, so, you know, they, they want to make sure that they're getting uh, a return on their investment, you could say, or at least a return on the cost uh, of our service. Now, the great thing with us is we promote and we market for our businesses and our partners. Um, but sometimes that's just not the case, you know, but the other thing I will say for, for all the restaurants listening out there or, or customers listening out there is we have a strict policy on communication with the restaurants. That's what creates us as a difference compared to other, uh, competition delivery services. We, we need to have com uh, communication with the restaurants to know when food is coming up, what cook times are looking like so we could give their customers and ours the best experience. If we feel like we're losing that, then we will not partner. So if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. How do you feel gratuity works with, with what's going on now with your delivery service? I will say that I've seen an uptake, especially since the stimulus came out. Um, a lot of people, uh, have been tipping very well for our drivers. And I, and I, I really appreciate that for every Fairbanks person that's ordering and giving our drivers a tip. I appreciate that because at the end of the day, these guys are not nurses or doctors. Uh, they're not on the front lines of that case, but they are putting themselves out there to be able to make sure that you and your family get food. In in these times, I would definitely say thank you, number one, for people that are tipping. But if you're not tipping, I would just think about that in a different uh, in a different manner due to the fact that these people have families. These people are, you know, they're not doing a big amount of contact, like sitting there and talking somebody face to face or touching hands or anything, but they're still putting themselves out there by being out there uh, more than the average person. So just remember that. But for me, I, as I have seen it from being on the outside in, my people are, are doing great with uh, with commissions. They're doing great uh, due to the fact that people have been very, very, I guess you could say, thankful in, in their tipping process or gratuity process. What do you feel is a is a good standard for a tip uh, for a delivery would, driver? For a delivery driver, I say at least twenty percent. Okay, kind uh, of like because, a, a restaurant. Yeah, I mean, because it's the. Yes, they are putting their vehicle miles on their vehicle and deterioration and things of that nature. But at the same time, though, uh, they're still doing their service. They chose that line of work. No one's forcing them to do that at work. So I don't feel like somebody needs to give 40 or 50 percent. If you do, that's amazing. That's awesome. I obviously don't think me personally that you should not not tip, but that is totally up to you. That's your prerogative. You know, I just feel like just like a waiter or any staff that's sitting there and servicing you, you should obviously look to take care of that person for going out of their way and doing the, that servicing, even though I know it's their job. Uh, but I just feel like a 20% is a, is a, is a good common ground for uh, the service that's being provided. Yeah. And what are some of the behind the scenes? I waited tables a long time in my life and some of the things that you do behind the scenes to give that table extra service, they never see or notice. They just know they had a good time. I would imagine with delivery drivers, it's even tougher because you just, you bring it, you drop it off and they don't really see you. They don't see some of those behind the things, making sure that you're getting this one first. Or if you know that you're getting a big tip, is it, well, I don't, how do you even say this? I know I used to bartend. And mm. if there's someone sitting at the ta at the rail giving you $5 a drink, you're going to be giving them more attention. And I would guess the same thing kind of happens in any kind of service world, right? You, if there's an address that you know you're getting to a lot, 
and they're taking care of you, you're going to take care of them back and just, it all works. It all greases wheels, right? Yeah. 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 I mean, for us, for, for us, I mean, we, we see the tips up front, so it's kind of, it's kind of different than like, mm. I wonder what these guys are going to give us, but no, yeah, every order, the cut, the driver sees the tip. So, um, but the thing is the difference for us too, as well, is that I know each one of my drivers, each one of my drivers are not just people that just sign up on an app or anything like that. I get to meet these people. I get to make the decision if they're going to partner with us. I get to make that decision if their character or their integrity is intact. So we don't, I won't say that we don't service people differently that don't tip uh, compared to the people that tip highly because I have a good standard for our drivers and our quality. But what I will say is um, on the on the standpoint of what people don't see behind the scenes, they don't see what my managers uh, have to go through to make this entire show operate because these managers are getting notified of every single order that comes in uh, for all of our 12, 13 restaurants at a time or, you know, so when some when they're sitting there, they have to sit there and they have to think about which driver they're sending to what they have to maneuver between communication with the restaurants, the driver, the customer. This is all being ran by one individual, maybe two, depending on if it's a night or daytime. So they don't see the stress that goes into problem solving or coordinating or, you know, trying the, the restaurants not reaching back out to us. So now we have to call them. They don't see those extra little tidbits um, of stress and, and <laughs> you know, being under fire or like you said, in the, the restaurant industry, being in the weeds. Right. You right. know what I mean? Like being in the weeds uh, that we have to go through just to make this thing operatable. Because the way that we do things is all about, you know, rotation, rotating drivers in and out of places, grabbing orders and leaving, coming back, grabbing orders and leaving. It's it's not simple. It is not simplistic. And that's why we haven't done far, far delivery like North Pole or things of that nature. Because if somebody leaves for 45 minutes for a $15 order, that left leaves a restaurant without a driver. You know, and, you know, these restaurants need their drivers to come back in order to be able to push out the other orders. So it's a it's a fine dance that we do. (laughs) And sometimes it feels like controlled chaos or sometimes it feels like we're on fire. (laughs) So that's just a couple of things that the the customer may not know from the inner workings of what we deal with. Yeah. I mean, they just they just want to see their hot food delivered to them. That's it, man. That's it. And we get it uh, because obviously just like any anytime else, like when you go out to a restaurant, you're sitting there and you're just waiting for your food. You're not seeing the chaos in the kitchen to make your food. So we get it. We just want people to also understand it. And we also have to deal with the elements for the most part. You know, the Fairbanks culture is amazing with giving us patience or, or being understandable, but it's, it's the fact that we have to deal with delivering in these winter and the winter is way longer than the summer. So when we're delivering in that winter, it's not only the fact of all these orders coming in and communication. It's the fact of worrying about our drivers being safe and in the, the conditions really weighing our drivers down. If we lived in Cal- sunny California, oh, we'd, AK Speed Eats, 10 minutes to your house in Fairbanks, you know, five, boom, right there. But in wintertime, it, it literally puts a hunk uh, or big chunk in our uh, in our operation. Yeah, and right in what you were saying earlier about the drive time, it takes a driver out of the rotation for an hour and then they can't deliver more food other places. Eh, a lot of people. How many employees do you have? Oh, as of right now, we have 13. 13. Nice. We have 13 drivers. Yep. And we're looking to get more. So if people would like to send us a, a, a message on Facebook, we're still trying to get through all the other people that have messaged. But at the end of the day, please feel free to message us. We are looking at expanding majorly in May due to the success that we've been able to have this last month. And, you know, the the, the Fairbanks community really supporting us and our, our partners during this time. What's the busiest day of the week for you guys? I would say, well, well, it depends on time period, but I would definitely say Friday. Friday or Thursday, which is kind of weird. It's kind of like on paydays. Paydays for people uh, or first and the 15th, 
First and the 15th for sure are definitely days where we get swamped. Yeah. I mean, we try to plan accordingly, but you can't, you can't plan for chaos. <laughs> you really cannot. Yeah, but just knowing you did it last month, and that's good. Preparing for the future, first and fifteenth, and then those Thursdays, huh? Thursdays and Fridays. Yeah, yeah yes, sir. Saturdays, it's kind of crazy. Saturday days are really not that busy, but I understand most people are sleeping in. Uh, Saturday nights can kind of kind of get crazy, but it really is Friday after people have had a long week of cooking or working. They just come home. They just want a nice pizza. They want a nice burger. You know, they don't. You know, they want some good Thai food. They don't want to sit there and wait. You know, or, or sit there and cook. So yeah, they, they, that's when we just usually be blasting off with orders. Has CV affected it at all, or is it just every day of the week has just been amplified accordingly? No. Yeah, I would say, yeah, every day of the week has been amplified. Now, we really don't know. We know for a fact that on Fridays or 1st and the 15th, we're going to be more busy because of just, you know, obviously people receiving more income. But now we don't know. I mean, there's days on Tuesdays where we'll do more deliveries than we did on Thursday. It, it's just, it, it's all it's all depending on... I don't know. I, I really don't. But I just know I'm very happy. I'm very thankful <laughs> with with how busy we are because we had a tough winter with the winter with the, the military leaving this winter. It was a tough winter. I don't know if you're familiar with, you know, what's been happening, you know, what happened this past winter with all of the military, not all, but a, a lot of military soldiers being deployed. Mm-hmm. Um, it took our business majorly, all of all restaurants, everybody. Uh, yeah, the, the one of the unseen things. Huh? What about Ireland getting its influx, I guess, but that does not really affecting you guys right now. That's why you need no. the North Pole. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that that'll be its own thing. A lot of people don't know that you know we've had to work very very hard to be able to secure these contracts to be able to deliver on base. It's not easy because obviously you're you're working with a bunch of of um, individuals that represent your company. So you have to make sure that when you're submitting paperwork that they're going to be approvable and you have to have a great record with them too. So we haven't done Ileson yet, but uh, I'm really um, hoping with the the great track record we have with Fort Wainwright. Uh, we will be able to get the Ileson contract as well to be able to do that. But but yeah, that is our plan is to definitely go out there and deliver to the amazing people in North Pole area and Badger area very soon. How many restaurants do you work with right now? As of right now, uh, 10. We have – Let us know what they are. Oh, uh, Alaska Cheesecake, uh, The Banks, Hungry Robot, Food Factory, Pad Thai, uh, Buckos. Oh, AK Burger Zone is a new new one to us. Um, we have Ajimis. Ajimis is a new add-on too. We have Chowder House. Um, and we'll be looking to finalize and finish uh, back up with our Spice It Up delivery here shortly as well and Chowder House. Nice. And I Alaska Cheesesteak Company, and Taco Bell. Huh? Victor. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Man, they are amazing and they are crushing it. Yes. They are absolutely crushing it as well. From the Alaska Cheesesteak Company, Victor. I want to welcome everyone to the Alaska Cheesesteak Company's ticket truck. I want to thank all our customers for making the Alaska Cheesesteak Company the best sandwich in town. Best sandwich in town. In the Daily News Miners Reader's Choice Award. What makes our cheesesteak special? Fresh ingredients every day. We cut everything fresh. Our most popular sandwich is the pineapple teriyaki cheesesteak, bacon, onions, mushrooms, sweet bell peppers, and pineapples sauteed together and grilled with shredded cheese on top. It's our own version of what a Philly cheesesteak island vibes. We went back to our roots. We're more of a food truck type of vibes. All our focus is really on the food. Fresh cheesesteaks. Big thanks from us, my family, and the ticket crew for supporting your local business. Fresh cheesesteaks. That's the Alaska Cheesesteak Company. Mobile tiki truck bouncing around location. Alaska Cheesesteak Company. Fresh steaks, island style. Yeah, I've had Victor on a couple times. He's, he's, a, fun, he's a fun guy to chat with. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're, they're a hoot, man. I'll tell you what. We got us another one, sir. Yeah, it's good to see you guys, the entrepreneurs. I'm so happy to have you on. Is there anything else that you want to share with the audience? And, you know, we're 
you know, cannabis consumers, you know, we like to sit there and not think about cooking, just order it. Well, yeah, <laughs> just it, what I would say for all my cannabis lovers out there, please do whatever you guys can to make sure that we can push this legislative, uh, this motion to get recreational delivery of cannabis. I, I just, or, or at least medical or some, some way of getting for, to where it comes from, uh, our, our amazing dispensaries to our homes. I, I, I don't know what else more I could say about that part, but I just, we should all band together and do everything that we can to be able to push that and stop being behind the times. I mean, so many other states are doing it. I don't see why Alaska can't, and especially with how close knit we are in Fairbanks, I don't see how we wouldn't be able to police it and make sure that it is a properly run system. I mean, it would stop with so many, you know, DUIs. It would stop with so many issues that come with, you know, being able to have a service like that. Um, so same thing that I brought up when we were talking about delivering alcohol. We know that that's going to be able to stop a lot of DUIs from happening because people, why would they leave their house to go get some more beer if they have a delivery service? So mm. they, if they're if they're getting hip to that, I believe they'll be getting hip to cannabis real soon. And then the last thing, if I could just say um, this business would not be ran without amazing people that are doing it. Um, I just wanted to give a shout out to a couple of our, our amazing uh, managers, Dwayne, Heather, Mickey, Dustin. Um, I'd also love to give a par- uh, shout out to uh, my business partner, uh, Ken. Kenneth uh, Mori has helped me, uh, you know, totally establish his business in a whole nother way. And without him, we would definitely not be as um, good or as quality as we we are now. So, you know, it takes a village to raise a kid. It takes a community to run a business. I'll tell you that. So I just wanted to make sure I gave these people a good shout out real quick, as well as all of our amazing partners for our restaurants that stick with us instead of, uh, you know, uh, choosing to do it a different way. All right. Hey, Taylor, tell us once again, how we find you. Oh, so you can find us on Facebook, AK Speed Eats. Um, just go ahead and give us a like if you can. Uh, check us out. If you ever have any issues or need anything, or you're a restaurant that wants to look into partnership with us, please go ahead and send us a message on Facebook. Um, as well as you can just find us on the app store. If you have an iPhone or if you have an Android, or even if you got a uh, Nokia brick, don't worry, we're on there too. <laughs> just type in, AK, type in AK Speed Eats and you'll find us. Uh, we are doing some um, uh, updating on our website, which would be akspeedeats.com. Uh, in the next week, that'll be totally updated to where you can look at all of our partnerships, all of our restaurants as well. But our, our main source of community information or pushing out is gonna be based off of our Facebook and off of the app. So make sure you, you go check us out on both. All right. Hey, hey, thanks a lot, Taylor, for taking time out of your very busy schedule right now to come talk to us. Hey, sir. I, hey, I appreciate you having me. This has been a, this is my first podcast. Awesome. I love it. It's amazing. <laughs> and if you, if you ever need me again, you go ahead and give me a holler, man. Hey, I will definitely do that. I look forward to meeting you. All right, sir. Thank hey, you. Hey, take care. Good night, man. Hey, hey, thank you for joining us on Far North Tokers. You can find more conversations with the players in Alaskan Cannabis on SoundCloud, iTunes, and all other podcast places. Facebook, Instagram, and farnorthtokers.com. Send questions and comments to midtoker at farnorthtokers.com. M-I-D-T-O-K-E-R at farnorthtokers.com. Here's Token. Did you send on our page by chance the the link? Because I have people messaging us about the link to listen to the podcast.